Hello, you're listening to the Slow American English Podcast with Colleen. The goal of this podcast is to entertain you while boosting your English vocabulary. I will talk about a variety of topics, so sit back, relax, and thanks for listening. Hello, and happy Easter. I hope everyone celebrating is having a lovely day with their family and friends. Today's podcast episode is a job highlight. I was able to sit down with my sister-in-law, Kitty, and talk about her job as a hairstylist and salon owner. This is a series I am trying to do, talking to people about their jobs. I think it's a good way for you to hear about some different kinds of jobs in the U.S. and maybe hear some new vocabulary. So here is our conversation. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so I'm here with my sister-in-law, Kitty, from the Widow's Peak in St. Cloud, Minnesota. So welcome to Slow American English Podcast. Hello, thanks for having me. So you are a salon owner and stylist, and... How long have you been doing this job? I have been a stylist for 16 years. Wow. That's actually longer than I thought. (laughs) So, cool. (laughs) A very long time. Yes. Lots of hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, what is a typical day like for you? Like, what time do you start work? What are your normal tasks that you might have? So when I get to work, I get here about 11.30 a.m. I typically look through my emails, my DMs on Instagram. I check my messages for appointments. Then I go to my schedule book and I do about 30 minutes of scheduling before I start my day. My day typically starts at noon, 12 noon. I take typically two haircuts, and then I like to take one cut and color, which takes anywhere from three to 10 hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's a long day. So sometimes you might finish your day at 10, 11 p.m.? Yep, that is correct. Okay. Which makes it difficult to get up the next morning (laughs) (laughs) when I work such a long day. So what is your favorite part of your job? My favorite part of my day would probably be when I have a new customer 
when they come in looking for a haircut or color that has already been booked, um, meeting new people for the first time and giving them their best haircut they've had in a long time or ever is my goal. Awesome. So what is something that maybe people assume about your job that isn't actually true? I would definitely say when you do a long cut and color, which could be a lightening session and a color session in one, which takes way longer than most people think. So when they look online at a photo of hair and a certain color, it could be a pastel lavender or icy silver. That coloring probably took six to 10 hours. Wow. And maybe multiple sessions. Wow, yeah. It seems, you know, in the movies, people go in and they're done in 30 minutes or something. Exactly. So good to know. Um, What is the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of my job would definitely be having four to five different conversations with new people every single day. (laughs) I meet new people every day, which is amazing, but it can be mentally exhausting. Yet it is my favorite, one of my favorite parts of my job. Yeah. So, but I go home and I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, What advice would you give for someone who would like to become a hairstylist and they're just starting out? The best advice, I would probably say before you even start doing hair, definitely think about the social skills that you have to have or that it might be another job that you can go through before you even go to hair school. That might be a retail job, Mm -hmm. maybe working at a restaurant, just because the experience with people is 90% of being a hairstylist. There's a lot of social interaction you have to do and just meeting people's needs. And I feel like I got that a lot with my previous jobs before I even went to hair school. Sure. So I know it's, it might seem like it's not a big deal, but to me, it's a, it's a large part of my job. I would agree. So. Every hair appointment I've ever had with any stylist, I mean, mm-hmm. you're in that chair for a long time mm-hmm. and you definitely have to keep the conversation going and... It can be like awkward silences sometimes. So yeah. Yeah. You have to really make or help the customer feel comfortable Mm -hmm. the whole time. And they may have a lot of anxiety or, you know, just maybe they don't get out of the house very much. And this might be the first time in a while. And to make them feel comfortable and at home is very important to me. Yeah. Perfect. Um, do you have a specialty or something that you're known for? Yeah, so of course I like doing cuts and colors. I like to see the whole transformation. 
um, there's two things that I'm probably known for. The first thing would be definitely for my textured haircuts. Um, I like to see a lot of movement in the hair um, and definitely fun bangs, fringe, as some people might call it. Um, I've been doing that for a long time and I enjoy those kind of edgy haircuts. Um, and then besides that, just color transformations. So doing those long hair color appointments, I feel like the before and after is really a special moment for both me and the customer after a long time sitting together. Yeah, and I can definitely attest to some of the transformations that Kitty has made on people and it's always amazing and the color is really exceptional. <laughs> I don't you. see a lot of other stylists doing the kinds of combinations that Kitty does. So, um, yeah, she's very, very, very good. Thank you. <laughs> um, what made you decide to become a hairstylist? So I was working retail management for years. Um, I think it was probably five, six years before I started doing hair. And I really wanted to get out of the corporate America type jobs where I felt like I was probably just another number. Like the nine to five kind of... Manager, yep. yep. And I felt like I needed to be in more of a creative job that I could run my own and uh, steer my own ship, you'd say. So... I know retail was, it was good for a long time, but I wanted to be creative and do my own thing. And I was already decent at messing around with friends' hair, cutting their hair, making it look fun. So I thought, hey, I think I'm born for this. So mm -hmm. let's go to hair school. <laughs> I can't imagine you doing a different job. Like to mm -hmm. me, this is like, of course, of course you do hair because <laughs> right. yeah, you're amazing at it. Thanks. So would you say you're at the top of your fields as far as um as far as what you do or is there is there something is there another goal that you can aspire to in your fields? So I would say with hair there's different levels of this business. A lot of times people will be behind the chair doing hair with customers daily and then they will go into education. Mm. Sometimes people feel like that is another level forward. Yeah. Um, that is not for everyone. I personally feel like I would really miss the peopling. I would miss talking with people daily about normal stuff. Um, at this point for me, that's not what I want to do. Um, maybe if my back decides to give out or my hands <laughs> fall off, maybe I would go into education. But at this time, that could be another step forward. Um, sure. I feel like, you know, owning my own salon, um, that's always been something I've wanted to do. And I've had my own space in a different salon and owning my own business. But to have a actual storefront that's something I always wanted to do and I feel like I have that now which is super important um 
for me, pushing forward, though, just keep on the more and more people that I work on. I feel like that's my success, getting my name out there more. Um, I don't know, one haircut after another, helping people out, you know, <laughs> getting their hair in a better place. <laughs> yeah, so. definitely. So you've been doing my hair for a few years, which mm-hmm. is a little bit weird because I've known you for way longer than that but I have so many hair stylists in my family Mm -hmm. that I've it's just been easy going to other people but now that you have been doing my hair I just can't imagine going somewhere else because you always do a fantastic job and um yeah I know that probably all of your clients can echo that (laughs) so I know that you also have some side hustles mm-hmm. and you are making some things and selling them online. So mm-hmm. is there a place where people can um, find you and find your work? Yes. So I have been sewing off and on most of my life. At one time I was making skirts, dresses, um, I've kind of simple made things more simple, and I've actually been doing um, these type of bow headbands that have been really fun. They're kind of a throwback to maybe the 20s or 30s um, kind of feel to them. Um, also, they're kind of, you know, Lolita type style. Also, I have been making, of course, um, masks, face coverings this last year yeah or two yeah which was super nice because when we were out of work at the salon when things were shut down that was super helpful to be selling those left and right I was very busy with that um and then yeah but also the the website that you could go to is battycat.com b-a-t-t-y-k-a-t dot c-o-m so that's where you can get um, most things. If I have anything on there currently, you can get them. If it says sold out, sold out. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm too busy at the salon to be sewing. So. Yep. But there is some merchandise on there from the Widow's Peak that you can also pick up. So Awesome. And I will put a link to the Widow's Peak Instagram page. Um, in the comments uh, when I post on Instagram and also in the comments of the podcast. So you guys can check that out if you want to. If you live in Minnesota or somewhere close by, I highly recommend making an appointment with Kitty because you will not regret it. So... That's all that I had for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Of course. Yeah, it was super nice um, chatting with you. Thanks for hearing me ramble. It's been fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. I had fun making it. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast to talk about your job, I would love to hear from you. I am looking for more volunteers to be podcast guests. 
So it would actually help me out a lot. Also, I wanted to say thank you to all of my followers on Instagram. The podcast has just gotten over 100 followers, and I think that's pretty cool. I am trying to grow this podcast, so I really appreciate the likes and the follows. As you guys know, there are no ads in my podcast. I don't make any money for making these episodes. This podcast is something I am doing purely to help people in their English learning. So in order for this podcast to get more visibility for new listeners, I would really appreciate if you can rate it on whatever platform you are listening on. The more ratings and reviews help push my podcast to the top of the search engine. So if you guys would be so kind to do that, I would really appreciate it. So that's it for today. Again, happy Easter to you all and I'll see you next time. Hey, it's Colleen. If you would like to give any feedback regarding the episode you just heard or any suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at slowamericanenglish at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at slowamericanenglish. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening.